Okay. How's it going, everybody? What is up? It's been a while. It's been a while since I recorded a podcast. It's been a while. Okay. Um, it is I, your host, Lobos, back in here in the Wolf's Den. Now, a lot of this has happened since the last episode. We have seen a new Supreme Court justice become appointed. We have seen the leaves fall from the trees and a, a litany of other things. But today, today we're going to be talking about the future of money, wealth, freedom, and how you and I could benefit from this new system that will be around any within the next nine years. We'll see the first year of change next year, definitely, where we'll see the... Uh, well, I don't want to get too ahead of myself, but I did. Uh, <laughs> I went uh, hiking with the uh, lady, as Bill Burr would say, and it was pretty fun. Uh, we saw some toads. I caught one. He jumped out of my hand and hit the ground at least three times. Well, for me, from the perspective of a frog, that would be like skydiving from a tall high rise in New York City or some shit. But, you know, the frogs they didn't piss in my hand because what my girlfriend says is that toads piss on your hands when they're scared. But evidently, there wasn't any toad piss on these hands. So I was ecstatic. <laughs> yeah, so that was really fun. Um, yeah, so let's just talk about the future right now. We're about seven or six days away. One, two, three, cuatro, cinco, seis, siete. We're seven fucking days away from the election. Now, I don't know. <clears throat> it seems like... It seems like a blue win, but red can come up and out of nowhere because, you know, conservatives don't tell your vote until you're ready to go vote. And li and liberals just like to say whatever they want to say and they tell you directly, but we will know come November 3rd or whenever... The votes are fully accounted for, I guess. I don't know. I don't really pay too much attention to it due to the fact that, you know, the system has been bought out decades ago. Upon decades ago. You know, 
America has been going down ever since the creation of the Federal Reserve. Um, yeah, primarily the the reason for this episode is to talk about how things, how bad things are, and how good things are as well. Um, a lot of the bad. They have changed the way that um, employment numbers are recorded or unemployment numbers now. Apparently, there's over 100 million people not working in the United States of America. But the Bureau of Labor Statistics divided it into two separate categories. Either you're unemployed or you have stopped looking for work. Now, I don't know what asinine reasoning is that well basically there isn't any work second of all the banks are not even trying to lend out money anymore because they know if they lend it out they're not going to get that money back they're going to be paid interest paying, making people pay interest for money that they don't have so credit is crunched Credit standards have in, have increased where now something that you can get for 560 credit score now, you need a 650. The hunger problem in the United States is terrible. Y'all making fun of those doom preppers. We're going to keep everything in our basement because when things go awry and the crap hits the fan, We'll have water. And, you know, that's what's happening right now. Luckily, I have my essentials met and taken care of. But a lot of the individuals who don't. In addition to that, the divide and conquer techniques by the political parties have been outstanding. They have divided everybody into their homes. No one will organize anymore together under one common purpose, which should be to protest, actually to revolt and get rid of the people in power right now. That would be the ideal way, but, you know, a lot of us are overweight. A lot of us don't know how to fight. A lot of us don't own a gun. A lot of us can't grow our own food. A lot of us are just useless. But I don't know. We want to be independent, but we it's surprising how much we rely upon the government for everything. For everything. It's, it's outrageous how much... We, as a people, don't want to take responsibility. You like our parents. I used to give my parents crap in my mind, of course. I would never say it out loud. But, you know, now I know what it takes to make a dollar. And I know what it takes to lose a dollar. And let me tell you something. It's a hell of a lot easier to lose a dollar than it is to make a dollar. You have to be very creative in this environment right now. So that's part one. 
you know, what are we, what are we, as a society, willing to give up for a safer, or uh, I don't want to use the word safer because there's no such thing as a, there's no such thing as a safe world at all. To make to, to attempt to make the world safe just puts everybody else in danger because we're only considering a specific group of people to keep them secure. And unfortunately, a lot of the times, those individuals we want to keep safe or we vote people into law or we put or we buy some type of CEO's product or anything like that. We give them a a life of luxury and security and and just richness while another group of people just suffer. Is that a damn snake? Oh, shit. Anyway. It's like... It's like when 9-11 happened, we gave up um, our ability to, to fly freely throughout the United States and in order for us to feel secure from a quote-unquote terrorist attack, we put up the TSA. Yet, there have been more people who have been bitten and eaten by sharks, more people struck by lightning, more people... Let's just use those two. Then been... Than there have been a terrorist attacks. The issue is that terrorism is such a subjective thing, right? Because we take, for example, Dylan Roof who massacred eight churchgoers at a at an AME church down south. However, the only reason why it was not considered a terrorist attack was because the individual has certain characteristics that warranted a different type of response. He needed mental health help. But when he was white, let's just, I'm just saying he's white. He was white. And he murdered a bunch of black people, black Christians. And what he did was crazy. Like, he sat there and had this, this this sermon and everything and he got up and murdered them now that dude was crazy but he was also a terrorist cause what does the word terrorist mean it means you are a person who invokes terror not some guy who's Arab and Praises another type of deity. No, this terrorism is a terrorist. This is a domestic terrorist. And I don't know whether or not the the they say whether or not he was 
take it to a Burger King or whatever. That that shit's irrelevant. The fact is that we don't call this person terrorism. He isn't considered a terrorist. He's just considered a crazy person. Or when... Oh, you know what is? You know, uh, gangs like like MS-13 or, or La Seta or any of these Latin, Latino-based gangs, they're considered uh, terrorists, organized criminals. Right? But then the same... <laughs> Another group of people like, um, let's just take the banks, for example. They terrorize people by giving them loans that they can't afford. I'm just making jokes. You know, Antifa. Or any other political group. You know, you know the Black Panther Party was a legitimate party organization who tried to change the lives of African Americans or just, you know, African Americans. And the FBI systematically dismantled this organization by stating that in order to get rid of the black power base we gotta dismantle the black family and how you do that is get rid of the black father I was listening to a very compelling video about a letter sent to Crazy Bone who talked about these group of people from the uh, Corporation of Corrections America who basically in the 90s got or 80s got rappers to stop rapping about peace, love, unity and and fun which was like the tenets of hip hop you know DJ Cool Her and African Bambano and, and KRS-One and Queen Latifah were rapping about positive stuff and in, in, and in, in, in install gangster rap, and then they said that if we can get this to happen, right, we put more minorities in jail, and the government will pay us to get these people into jail, so you can participate in this program and get and get, and get a certain kickback for it. So they've used uh, rappers to influence the youth to adopt this gangster, this faux, this faux freaking way of life just to imprison these people so they could get money from the taxpayers to keep these people locked up. All based on influencers. Now this is the this is the update of the world that needs to be talked about. You know, now we have 
OnlyFans and and rappers who glorify drug use and this is this is where the world this is where you just united not the world because the world's gonna be great it's just the United States the United States are, is heading into actually it's already in the greatest depression it will ever be in and it's they it's just amazing how most Americans not me but most Americans got the wool pulled over their eyes. And they can't see it. You know, they can't they can't see it. And it's it's frustrating to see that, but for me, it's empowering. And it should empower you guys who are listening and gals who are listening to this. Because it's important for you as individuals living in a world of complete technological control to keep your mind free. And this is where this goes back to the last episode about programming your mind. Having a mind that's programmed by your own ideas, thoughts, words is so critical because it means that even though we step in we're stepping into an age of of the absence of an enemy anonymity they cannot tell you what to think what to speak and what to what to read because your mind is so strong yeah they'll show you images they'll show you words they show you influences influencers they show you all that good stuff, but none of that stuff can get you off your A game. And this ties back to all what they're going to do, which is try to control everybody through uh, cryptocurrency, through the blockchain, through the ledger that tracks everything and tracks what you will spend. And then sell you products based on your purchases that you've made on the central bank blockchain ledger. It's crazy. Final thoughts. I think when the system finally transitions into because stop. Anyway, I feel like when the system transitions to a new fiscal policy, because monetary policy is done, they can't lower interest rates anymore. It doesn't make it. You, you can't make money off your off your savings account. You know, you can't do any of that. So what what some final thoughts are, you should buy hard assets. You should buy gold and silver and cryptocurrencies because some are going to work like Bitcoin, but it won't be around forever. What's interesting is like that Facebook tried to 
create a a cryptocurrency called Libra. And what was interesting about Libra is that I think 78% of all U.S. denominated transactions happen on the internet. But only 25% of the dollars are the United States. Are in the United States. It's a system that's old and beat up. It's called the Bretton Woods system. Look it up. It's basically where we got off the gold standard to back our money, the, the dollar, and we just did it based on confidence and oil. Now we're going to go into a new system where maybe our your currencies are backed by commodities, back to gold, back to silver, back to um, oil or cows or corn, whatever your a commodity key commodity is in your country. That's what the currency is be, will be backed on. You know what I'm saying? Which is a good, but also not so good, like, idea, especially if you live in the United States. Because we don't produce shit. We just consume. And we cry about it when things don't go our way. But when things really aren't going our way in a couple years, man. Man. So buy gold and silver. The next is to have some food stored. At least... Man. A good three months of food saved. And water. Things are changing quickly. Other final thoughts. Um... Make sure you're still living your life and and never allow the things outside to get you down. Because at the end of the day, we're all temporal. We, we are eternal. We have an expiration date. So don't live your life as if you're not going to die. Realize that you're going to die. Realize that death is is something that everybody meets and honor your life by living every day and know that you'll die once so go out and do what you can do every day and make sure it's fulfilling today i decided to make another episode i haven't made one in a while but i still did it try to conquer today Program your mind. Keep up to date. And be. Just be. Zeus Lobos. Signing off from the Wolves Den. Have a good day. Peace.